Monty James for America's Hot Barn Report. On this great American radio station, we're with McKinsey Billings. How ironic, McKinsey Billings, cowgirl from Billings, Montana, <laughs> and are you somehow related to the founder of Billings, Montana? Well, the family is, is related. We're not quite sure how it's a distant relation, but yes, there, there is a relation there, yes. Nice. And Yellowstone, who's your favorite character? Oh, well, Rip. Heck yeah. How can, do you think I look like Rip a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Next stop, Hollywood. You are manager of the livestock division at the CME Group. That's quite a yes. title. And it's nice you have the street cred that you come from Montana. <laughs> and so you know the cattle industry, obviously. Tell us a little bit about the uh, happenings at the Board of Trade going on right now, especially in the cattle side. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, on, on the cattle side, one of the things we've really been seeing is folks move to our option markets. We've seen an increase in our open our open interest on, uh, on options, which is fantastic. For live cattle, we're up 14%. Lean hogs, we're, we're up 30%. And in feeder cattle, we are up 29%. Tell us about the expanded limits, please. Absolutely. So the expanded limits were something that we did a couple years ago now. Uh, the reason we did that was to really kind of move the products forward. Uh, we were receiving some feedback from our buy side clients that they wanted some more consistency uh, with the way limits were occurring. So that's what we did. We took their feedback and uh, it's been something that has worked out well for us and has kept that, that uh, client base in the market, which is great for the other side, for the producer, because the producer needs somebody to come in and take on that risk. And that's what those guys do. So we really have been pleased with the limit expansions and we haven't really hit limit, which is also great. The other thing that we did when we implemented the variable price limits was we started tying the markets together. So now when feeder cattle expands, so does live cattle and vice versa. Where before they were too independent and so it was it could it could be frustrating, especially when you had several lock limit days and you couldn't come in and get anything done. So these doing this with these limits has really allowed us to keep the market moving forward. And we haven't seen a lot of any lock limits for quite some time. We have not. Since we uh, redid the limits, we have not seen them That's lock limits. Interesting. Well done. Well mm-hmm. done. Live auctions versus futures and options. Being a sale barn show, we hear a lot about the board. They call every, all, you know, all sale barns call it the board versus cash auctions. And tell us a little bit how they complement each other, if you would, please. You know, at the end of the day, uh, futures market is supposed to be doing what exactly is happening in the cash market. So what's important, it's we call it convergence. And that's what makes these products really work uh, as a risk management tool. So it's important that the two of them really complement one another as opposed to compete against one another. Tune in and turn on to True Price Discovery on the Hot Barn Report on this great American radio station or hit hotbarnreport.com. It's almost unfair, but we have a direct line to some of the nation's hottest sale barns. Prussia Livestock, Lamoni Livestock, Stockman's Livestock, North Platte Stockyards, Crawford Livestock Market, Lemon Livestock, Bassett Livestock Auction, Moobridge Livestock, and Platte Livestock Market. See what's cooking across America's top feedlot and cow-calf states and have a little fun along the way. I'm your huckleberry. The Cattle USA Hot Barn Report on this great American radio station.